Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wafu FM. It's time! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 127 of the Chris. Uh, you checked. I checked, yes, because I've done this three fucking times. <laughs> um, technical problems, as usual, ladies and gentlemen. Mm, uh, yes. I'm Chris with a C. I'm Chris with a K. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Skype, I'm talking to him in. <laughs> um, it's start of the year, first year of the year, so we're doing the usual look back over last year's films that we didn't tag a boot last year. Because mm, yes. he did three shows and that. We did like eight shows last year. We like quadrupled our show output in the last month. Pretty much, pretty much in one in like two (laughs) days because we did like four shows, which you haven't heard yet because they haven't gone up yet. But uh, yeah, we'd mentioned it. We did audio commentaries for the original Star Wars trilogy. Yes, and uh, they'll be going up sporadically over the next couple of weeks when we can't be asked to do a show. Yeah, spread them out. Yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll start with comic book movies, I suppose, we'll just dive right in there, and uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, then, um, who we're in the middle of talking about before, technical issues, but, mm. uh, I really enjoyed uh, Homecoming, I wouldn't necessarily say it was like, I don't know, I think there was a, it was a bit overpraised. Yeah. Before I saw it, I went into it with like, oh god, everyone says this, oh my god, it'll like change your outlook on life, and I'm like, calm down. I think people were just hyped that Marvel were involved, rather than it being a Sony picture, like, completely. Yeah, yeah they were expanding, like, you know, an in- proper Spider-Man film, because it's going to yeah. take place in that universe and stuff. Yeah. Um, I thought Tom Holland was really good, like we were saying before, like, it's... Yeah. It's good that they've actually gone with someone who actually looks, like, who is younger and looks like a teenager this time, like, the whole cast does, really. Yeah, because, like, Toby Maguire, I guess he was the right age, roundabouts, but he he didn't, like, convey a young person to me really. that much. He still looked like uh, he was 30. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Andy Serkis, uh, yeah, uh, not Andy Serkis, uh, Andy Garfield. <laughs> that's, that's the next fucking reboot, man, where he just motion captures Peter Parker. <laughs> probably, to be fair. Yeah, uh, Andy Garfield. Um, I thought he was all right. Um Probably lankier than I wanted, randomly. He's yeah, he quite was, lanky. I thought he was an odd choice at first, but I thought he was pretty good Peter Parker. They went a bit emo with that Peter Parker, though, didn't they? Yeah. The first yeah. one, anyway. Yeah. No, it was totally, totally there in the second one as well. Oh, I can't remember the second one. I fucking hate it. <laughs> it, it it's had more humour. I seem to remember, like, laughing a few times. The, 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 the second one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... Because um, that's something that was probably missing a little bit from the first, like, some of the, the humorous Spider-Man. Um, well, like the quips and shit. Yeah, yeah. They were there like, in the Tobey Maguire ones. They just were just, you kind of just, you know, they were just weren't that good, really, I suppose. They, yeah, like funny. they didn't land or something. Yeah. 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 
Um, but yeah, um, I think that the the new uh, the homecoming movie it's held up by an excellent villain as well, like obviously. Well, Keaton, good to see Keaton being a scary bastard for the first time. What feels <laughs> yeah. like in a while. He's such a good, yeah. uh, he's such a good villain, and he's an interesting bad guy because technically he's not really. He's one of those great villains that you can see his point of view. Absolutely, you can you you can see why he's doing it and kind of understand. Mm. Um, and I, and I like the fact that the the film doesn't end with skyscrapers getting bloated up. Exactly, like they exactly do. what I wrote down to be notes. It was like it was refreshing to just see a kind of low key superhero. I mean, there's obviously there's the big bit on the ferry and stuff, but mm. yeah, there's no yeah, one getting that's... chucked through a fucking skyscraper. Yeah, like the kind of you know the the on the plane they have a bit of a punch up, land on the ground, they're all bust up and bloodied, and mm. the movie ends. Mm. It's like it's nice to see for a change rather than just like. London gets blown up or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you like, oh, God. Here we go again. <laughs> there is that, uh, I won't give it away, because I think it is quite a nice little twist in the film that uh, comes around <laughs> the midway point, which I was thinking, oh, that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, definitely, yeah. The, and, like, the way it's played out with um, with Keaton Zachman stuff, very, very good. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so next up, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which I watched yeah. just recently, actually, because it, uh, it was on Sky, finally. Have we spoken since we were, since you saw it? Uh, briefly, when you were over uh, over Christmas, yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. we spoke very briefly about it. Yeah, yeah. I said when I, when I was messaging you when I was watching, like initial oh, yeah. viewing, it was like half an hour. It took us about half an hour, forty five minutes to really get into it. And at first, I was like, ah, it wasn't as good as the first one, but like it's on all the time on Sky. So whenever I put the TV on, I watch like twenty minutes of it and stuff. And I think it, I probably enjoy it more than the first one. It's certainly funnier than hmm. the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. They the ramped the humor up, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. Um. I don't know, I'm, I'm always on a back foot, because people always, like, scream, like, oh, it's the funniest fucking film ever, and stuff and that, and so I'm always a bit like, well, I know it sh- that shouldn't affect us, but sometimes when, like, when I watched the sequel, I, I was on a back foot a little bit, and I thought this humour just stood out loads to us you were, like, you were, like, sitting there in the cinema, like, oh, fucking show them, I'm not going to laugh fucking once. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so weird that that happens, though. It does happen to you, though, doesn't it? You come out, oh, that was vaguely amusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I just watched, like, videos of, like, loads of people dying or something before I went in there. Just <laughs> fucking depressed yourself. <laughs> um I thought it was. I thought. I mean, the main stuff was uh, like the Michael Rooker stuff. Yeah. Uh, that that's what I got out of the film. Really, could they should have just made a film about him. To be honest, well, the thing is with the, uh, the Rook, the good old Rook is like he can show up in any old shit, and if he's in it, you're like, oh, at least Michael Rooker's in it. <laughs> yeah, it's totally ta- true. And this time, like with him having a bigger role and he gets more to do, it's just great because he's like, you know, the second the, the B plot is all about him and. Um, Rocket and stuff and Groot and yes. that, so it's in the Prison Break storyline, so it's really good. Yeah. I genuinely thought, though, they'd killed him off when Karen Gillan shot him in his fin. I thought, mm. is he fucking dead already? It's quite early in the film, isn't it, when that happens as well? Mm. Like, but yeah, standouts were, of course, Batista was uh, funny as usual. Um, yeah, yeah, he did great in it, yeah. Uh, Michael Brugger, of course, the Russell, Kurt Russell. And young Russell. You what? What's all that about? What? Young Russell. Oh, yeah, Young Russell. I thought you said John Russell. I was like, is, who's that his son? Is he in it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, Young Russell is freak. Like I said, man, just don't bother recasting for, like, Snake Plissken when they eventually get around to doing Escape from New York. Just use Young Russell CGI. <laughs> yeah, it was one of them, like, you know, we've seen Young... It's not the first time we've no, seen no. de-aged CGI people and stuff, but they're fucking... Uh, they nailed it. It's, it's certainly on, on the big screen anyway. I, I thought it was pretty flawless. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and like each time they do it, like they first did it, first of all, first time I noticed it was X Men Three in that flashback. I was like, yeah. eh, it looks, yeah, it looks passable. And then it was Michael Douglas and Ant Man. I was like, fuck, did this use deleted footage from fucking Wall Street? <laughs> and then this time I was like, that's fucking eerie. <laughs> Just do Captain Ron Two, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sequel we're all waiting for just do the prequel to Captain Rod you can do it now just fucking de-age him uh, Karen Gillan was awesome as well she got a lot more to do and she's obviously part of the team now so that was pretty cool yeah um, yeah it's just just a fun that's the thing about the Guardians movies they're just they're, out of the Marvel movies the ones like that are just a laugh and fun and mm. there's stuff on the line but it's not, there's never any real moments of dread I just hope though that um they don't like that and Ant-Man and Daredevil, all these films that are happening. I hope they don't allow too much humour to creep into Marvel films. They've always got their moments, I suppose. Yeah, just like Thor as well. Like, I mean, I'll I, I get on to Thor, but more and more, they're, they're becoming like almost like outright comedies. Yeah. Like, just, well, I should be careful not to go too OTT. It seems gone. to be a thing now. It's just like, oh, put humour in it. It's like, like with fucking Last Jedi. It's just, sometimes you, mm, it, it, it doesn't so, need to be there. It's a total, like, sudden modern trope, yeah. Put, it, put laughs in it. It seems know. to be... I know, obviously, action and comedy's been going hand in hand for years, but the Marvel movies, with them being so big, and their big thing is, like, big extravagant action with, like, fun, humorous moments. And it just seems like everyone's using that template now, going, oh, well, they did it, so we'll have to... Like, like I said, the humour in Last Jedi, I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, I'm guessing yeah. they're just... Well, let's be honest, fuck Disney, innit? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's their influence. Yeah, look at what they own now. Anything from twenty seventy, the next Aliens movie will be a fucking comedy, probably. Yeah, so well, saying that they've already gone there with fucking Alien Resurrection. So I always forget how much humour's in that film. Yeah, that is that is quite. Uh, it's got some yeah. light I, moments that, doesn't it? I was literally going to say like somebody will probably get Ill- killed by an alien and then like reach for a piece of the body that's been bitten off. But then I remembered literally that scene in Alien Resurrection when that happens. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> already done that. Uh, so any final thoughts on Guardians 2 or just pretty much the same as me? Enjoyed it. No, same. Yeah, very good. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to talk about Thor Ragnarok? I didn't see that. Yeah, we'll, we'll link in. We'll, we may as well like, so get the comic books out of the way. Mm. Um, yeah, Thor, uh, you'll definitely have to see that. I, I, guess I can't it, wait to see it, yeah. Must be coming on Sky soon, I guess, right? I don't know. Logan fucking just came on the other day, and that that came out in March. But then again, Guardians came out pretty much way after Logan, didn't it? Yeah. And that well, came that... on before. I don't know. It's weird. You can't guess when something's coming on Sky anymore. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Blu-ray deals or something. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of humour and stuff, but I, I certainly think Thor Ragnarok needed the humour. I think maybe he's... It was a little bit serious, the last two, and it just wasn't fitting the tone of the film. And I think uh, Chris Hemsworth's quite a comedic guy, anyway. A lot of people always say that. They're surprised at how funny he is. Yeah, so I think it it just helped a lot, just open it up, and it made it feel like a lighter experience and stuff. Like, for all that vacation reboot, fucking soft remake, whatever the fuck movie, like, he was one of the best things in it. And he's only Mm. only in a little bit, but he's really funny in it. And, Mm. of course, he's in... Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, yeah, yeah. He's like he's the best bit about Ghostbusters, but he's still you know, not very good. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, you could, I think there's like one scene where they allowed him to ad lib or something. Mm. And it's like the, all the extra takes are, are like online. I've seen when mm. you didn't watch them. And I thought mm, that's why that scene was good. Yeah, it wasn't written for him. <laughs> Apparently, like fucking forty five percent of that film's fucking ad libbed. 
God. And I'm just like, why write a fucking script? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you're just going to get on set and just fucking ad-lib every fucking scene. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's cool to ad-lib, but you, you don't, you know, one actor now and then, but don't fucking do the whole thing. <sighs> just becomes a bit egotistical after a while, doesn't it? Oh, we're so funny. Just see, oh, just let the camera go. We're, we're hilarious. Yeah. Well, that's the problem as well. It, it, like, actors try and, like, one-up themselves, I guess, maybe. I don't know if that happens, but... <laughs> I guess I, I don't want to spoil anything with Thor Ragnarok. We're not seeing it, but mm. uh, it's probably like high up in my list of Marvel films, like in terms of likability. Mm. It's like shot straight at the top, really. Like, well, I'm glad because like I said I like the Thor character in a way. I like Chris Hemsworth, but just with the films. I mean, the first one was fine, but I, I couldn't mm. even get through the second one. Not that it was terrible. I was just I wasn't like, 40 minutes in. I'm just like. You know what? I'm not bothered. <laughs> that just turns it off. It's quite dull as well. I mean, it's a pretty generic bad guy. They're, they're like, yeah, we're dark elves. We're coming to destroy everything. Mm. It's like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Um, so, the, yeah, there's 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 more of a motive because the, the bad guy in this one is uh, is it a spoiler? Um, I don't know if it is a spoiler. I won't say, it. Okay. but it's it's a lady who has strong connections to uh, Asgard and stuff, mm-hmm. basically, played by. Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Uh, no, Blanchett. Blanchett, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's really cool, isn't it? Very good. Jamie, is Hopkins in it? Yes, a little bit. God, just a little bit. Does he shout? Does he shout? He, does he? I think the might. No, actually, I don't think he does shout, actually. No. Oh, that's a star knocked off already. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a little bit of a comedy scene, but I can't really go into it. Oh, yeah. It's a spoiler. Uh, was there any more? I mean, I've got Logan here, but if well, there's any more... Yeah, there, I mean, there was Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, Wonder Woman, your favourite film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, liked it so much, bought it five times. <laughs> you did, um, did, Yeah, you accidentally bought it five times. It wasn't it five. Just, <laughs> just fucking kept arriving. Three times, three I think it was. Hell, I thought it was only two. No, it was three times. Well, I, I, I think, no, yeah, I bought it and it arrived and it was the normal version. I thought, what the fuck? I thought I pre-ordered the Steelbook. Hmm. And I don't know whether I messed up or they messed up, but I, I, I've, I ordered the Blu-ray. Uh, steelbook and then two arrived <laughs> I was like oh fuck I got three copies now <laughs> uh, yeah Wonder Woman's really good I recommend that mm. say the one redeeming thing of the DC universe finally yeah it, it just cause it, it's got like humour where humour's needed um, I, the, the action's done well to the point where I wasn't really convinced not to be like you know misogynistic or anything mm. but more about the character Wonder Woman not the fact that she was a woman the fact that she's like I mean, essentially, she's got a miniskirt on and, and knee-high boots. I always talked about this before, like how sometimes things work well on, on a page, but yeah. when you translate it to, to like, the movies, it kind of looks straight. A bit like, you know, how they never did Wolverine's bloody yellow black yellow outfit suit. and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, it's that, basically. I mean, I know the dark and some of the, the, the colours down a little bit on our suit and stuff. Just think of Zack Snyder but- directed, it would be like brown. Yeah, well, I think it wasn't Batman vs Superman, it was wasn't it? Fucking smudge. Mm. But yeah, I mean, sh- there's a bit in the film when the they're like making their way through war torn France, I think it is, or somewhere, and like she's like, "What's going on here? Why are all these people like on the ground dying of like cold and starvation?" And uh-huh. Chris Pine's character's like, "It's that's war. That's what happens and stuff." She's like, "No, this is awful. Fuck these people need help." And I can't remember exactly, but she says something like, well, you know, you need to go and stop those guys with the guns. So she literally just climbs over the battlements and like, right, fuck it, I'll go do that. And she just batters the shit out of the Germans. Yeah, I've heard that's like the best bit of the film from a few people, actually. Yeah, and it, it 
totally bought it. Mm. I totally thought that's really cool. And it was a relief to see a superhero saving people's lives. <laughs> yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Like, fuck me. Like, if you think about even the Marvel films to an extent, n- not often do they save people's lives. They're, more, they're normally more about their own lives and fighting the villain and stuff. Yeah. It's like, I, I long for the day Superman just fucking catches somebody off a fallen building or rescues a cat or something. Yeah, and then he hears... It's just like... And every fucking movie now. And Superman looking like he's fucking pet fish just died. Just misery. With his fucking CGI fucking lips. It's hilarious. Which, yeah, I suppose... Let's segue into that from a good thing. I mean, I know... I don't know. Did you want to do good and bad or... Should we leave bad till the end? No, do whatever, yeah. Yeah, we'll do bad, because, yeah, Justice League. Yeah. I guess you've got to talk about that. You haven't seen it, right? No. no. I'll say that at some point. <laughs> um, it's it's better, better than Batman vs. Superman, mm-hmm. definitely, um, by, like, quite a stretch. But it's uh, it, it's definitely a film of two halves. It's, you can tell it was directed by two different people. Yeah, I've heard that, yeah. Like, absolutely. There's just scenes that stop dead... And then there's another scene, and it's t- total different, like, flavour, basically. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it, it's got some cool bits in it, though. Yeah. I know. What more can I say? Really? <laughs> I was going to say, that's all you can say. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't, it didn't offend me. Although th- there is, like, a big 20-minute chunk of the movie that's dedicated to some Russian family. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Where I was like, oh, what's all this about? <laughs> just kept going back to them in the little cabin and stuff and it doesn't even pay off really at the end that review was like someone just asked you what the ham sandwich you're eating is like I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) I would get it again I guess (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah I'll see that eventually we'll have a good natter about that when I finally see it I suppose yeah Yeah. Uh, Logan then do you want to talk about Logan yes I just saw that the other night and uh, Jesus Christ I'm not going to lie I was fucking welling up at the end. <laughs> I yeah, said, I, I had five beers at this point. <laughs> I don't know if that was the reason. But probably, you know, you have a beer, it loosens you up a little bit. Yeah. But there's one bit in particular. I don't really want to spoil it, because I know it's been out fucking nearly a year now. But... Well, unless we just... Listen, if you're not watched Logan, skip forward five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because it's been out long enough. Yeah, it has been out long enough, I suppose, yeah. Um, and everyone kind of... I mean, I knew how it was going to end. I think everyone did. Yeah, it's it's an end to the chapter. Yeah. Let's face it. It's the last time, allegedly, until Disney are like 50 million, uh, it's the last <laughs> time he's playing Wolverine. <laughs> um, so, the, the well, yeah, the bit when Wolverine dies yeah. and he's holding uh, his daughter's hand and he says, ah, so this is what it feels like. I genuinely was like, <laughs> like welling up and shit. And then the very last shot where she changes the cross to an X yeah. Proper lump in me throat. I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this film's kicking the shit out of us. It's definitely, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a sad film. It is. And it's, it's one of those things as well, uh, you know, like, we you know, a Spider-Man or a fucking Avengers movie, you go, oh, it's, it's such a good superhero movie. It feels daft saying that about this. Not like that that would be an underhanded thing because, like, you know, oh, superhero movies, but you've just got to say with Logan, it's just a fucking good film. Mm. Don't put it in a fucking, you know, the superhero but the corner. It's just a good film. Yeah, it is. It's a good film. It, it, if anything, it's not really a superhero film, is it? Because no, you know, like a comic stays away. Well, yeah, but that, that's what I mean. That's that's a good thing about it. It's yeah. not a. It doesn't follow any of the set format. You know, like big climax, climax with a, 
you know, buildings getting blown up and all that it's, sort it's of stuff. It's just like a great fucking drama slash thriller, but the characters just happen to be mutants. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of the yeah. best way to do a film like this. And there's that, that scene, man, where, the, you know, the, like the big first action scene where they're getting chased and they're in the limo and stuff and there's the guys on bikes. Yeah. The way that was shot and, like, edited and everything, I was just watching it going, God, I wish this is what Fury Road was like. <laughs> mm. It just, I don't know. Like, it's over the top enough, but it's still yeah. bland and gritty. And then he, yeah, when, not mad. when he swerves and, like, rams them into the train, I was like, this is what Mad Max 4 should have been like. Not as over the top as it eventually was, which I enjoy Fury Road, but... Um, nah. Without sounding like an old man, it's not my bloody Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, it did go a bit OTT, like, yeah. definitely. Got, it indulged itself a little bit too much. It was, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was, it had surprises at Logan as well, you know, like when um, Xavier died and stuff. And Yeah, I was expecting him to die, but not, I guess, not, but not, I just, not then. <laughs> not then, yeah, I think that was it, yeah. I, I, I just was like, fuck, no way. <laughs> I guess that's, you know, it's, it's a good way to do it because everyone's going into that film going, well, obviously it's the last one. Logan's all old, he's dying. So, mm. you know, everyone's expecting, at least everyone knows that's coming. So they put that yeah. there and it just fucking shocks the shit out of you. Especially the reveal that it's like a Logan clone and stuff. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a really good film. Like, fucking in a perfect world, if the Oscars went, you know, biased as fuck, mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman should get nods for this. Yeah, definitely. No, and unfortunately, you've got to make a war movie or something to... Mm. Get looking at the Oscars. Said, speaking of Fury Road, it was amazing. Even that got nominated a couple of years ago. That was crazy. Yeah. Then it did. It won something, didn't it? I think it won effects. Yeah. Visual yeah. effects, I think. Yeah, well, Patrick Stewart's amazing, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Bless him. Mm. And I mean, they probably aged him up a, 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 like a bit as well. But he's just it's, fucking so old in that film. Yeah, it's <laughs> just crazy. his performance, really. Yeah, he just does it <laughs> yeah. really so fucking well. Yeah. I mean, I was worried. I mean, I think maybe they took the piss ever so slightly with some of the violence. Yeah, you know, they had the gloves were off. Yeah, because they? they shot it with an R rating in mind, so they were like, oh, let's just go for it. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it not sound like an old fucking prude, but it was a bit like, oh, well, like fucking Wolverine just walk around the whole film going, fuck this, man, fuck off, get us a fucking cup of coffee, you fucker. And I'm like, all right, stop swearing, <laughs> yeah. stop swearing. Why weren't you swearing in the other films? <laughs> they need for the cursing. Yeah. Although, you know, typically these days, Something shot with a fucking hard R in mind. There's people getting like their faces sliced in half, and it's still a fifteen over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, we've talked about this numerous times, but you know, Terminator and stuff always flashes to mind. And yeah, like what? What the hell? What do you have to do nowadays to get to be an idiot? <laughs> uh, interestingly, though, I didn't know there was a because you know, with like the Mist, they did a black and white version for Mad Max Four. They did a black and white version. There's yeah. a black and white version of Logan as well. That was added to Sky. Logan Noir. Yeah, it comes, well, I don't know. It definitely comes with a steelbook, yeah. It's really cool. Uh, I like things like that, because it does totally change the feel mm, of the movie. Yeah, I need a, I might have a, a, a check out of uh, Mad Max. It's a black chrome edition or something. Yeah, it? yeah. I think The Mist works much better as a black and white movie. It just feels more like a 50s monster movie. Yeah, and it'll probably hide some of the ropey effects. It does, right? yeah, because that is effects. a problem with The Mist. It's a great film, but some of the CGI is a bit, you know, yeah, underwhelming. Mm, yes. Eh, uh, what, what have we got next? Uh, what do you got next, sir? Let's see, Train Spotting 2. Yeah, I've got Train Spotting 2. Let's skip over from superhero films. Oh, I'm done with my superhero movies, pretty much. So. I think that's it, yeah. I think that's all that came out. Uh, Train Spotting 2 is one of those films where, like, you think when they announced it, you know, I know there's the book that was, that's been out for years. Yeah. But you think, like, do we really need a Train Spotting 2? Like most sequels, no. Yeah, you know, it's, and again, one of those sequels, the, there's a huge gap in between 
And you always worry, you know, when it's like 20 years and 30 years, yeah. uh, what's what's going to happen, where they're going to take it. Mm-hmm. Rest, um, but yeah, I loved it, mate. Like. Oh, yeah, totally. I was just going to say, because like, the ending of the original is kind of perfect. Yeah, it's like it has closure on everything, doesn't mm. it? There's things left open, but stuff that just, it's, it's, it's part of the ending, so you don't really need to know what happens next. Yeah. But it kind of just shows how good Trainspotting 2 is, that by the end, you're like, fuck, I'm glad they made it. Mm. Like, I'm glad there's a Trainspotting 2. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I suppose it's kind of like, what you want from a sequel, it, it gives you things that are familiar, but it mm. takes it in a totally new direction as well. It's, yeah, it does, it does the sequel thing of like, oh, I remember this bit from the first one, let's reference that and, Stuff like yeah. that. Like I said, I was. I think we talked about this briefly on the show, but I was worried about the how they're going to cram in the choose life speech, which was just like a voiceover in the original. But they even did that really well as well. It didn't feel forced. Mm, like modernized it and stuff, and threw a bit of humor on it as mm, well. On top. But it just didn't feel like oh, this is the choose life bit. Like it, it, it was weaved naturally into the dialogue and stuff. Because yeah. they showed a bit of that in the trailer, and I was like, oh, is it just going to be like reference? <laughs> Like my yeah. best one, but no, it was really good. I just, I just want the fucking Begbie in prison spinoff. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Just him shivering people in that. Yeah, little pot-bellied, scariest fuck Robert Carlyle gone mental <laughs> for two hours. The the bit in the toilet's still my favourite. Yeah. It just comes over the top. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Robert Carlyle, scary bastard. Yeah, it's, it's weird yeah. seeing him as a nice person in a film. Mm, just kind of weird, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he usually plays a bad guy, like. Yeah, some psychopath. <laughs> it's ever since, uh, is it like Cracker, which was his big break or something? Oh, he's a skinhead, yeah. Yeah. It's oh, terrifying. <laughs> I think people just, like, saw that and were like, we want him as the bad just guy. Just send them all the nutter rolls. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got uh, Creep 2, which I think I briefly talked about on the show, but I think it was on the show I didn't put up. <laughs> the mm. one where I was just like, ah, oh, fuck Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, and I said, I loved the first one. Uh, it's maybe not quite as good as the original, but it has like a unique take. Because the same concept, like a, a, a guy who obviously is revealed in the first one to be a serial killer hires someone to make yeah. a documentary about him. But it's a unique take on it because this time he just comes right up front and says to the woman who's making the documentary, I'm a serial killer and I want you to make the best documentary ever about a serial killer. And, you know, the audience knows, oh, he is a serial killer because we've seen the first movie. But the, uh, the woman making the documentary is like, I don't buy it. He's full of shit. So it's kind yeah. of got that cool dynamic going on about it. And Mark Duplass is just such a fucking good actor. Just saying, at least they did, like, the, I don't know, they didn't just do it again, basically. No, I think they kind of do, but it's got a spin on it, which is kind of yeah. nice. Like, he, but he can just go from, like, charming and likable, like, a, a quote-unquote creep. Like, mm. fucking just effortless, effortlessly. And he's just, like, he's a good dramatic actor as well. Like, I've seen him in other stuff, and good writer as well. So, yeah, creep too, I'd recommend it. I, I think they're doing yeah. a third one as well, they're doing a trilogy, so... We'll have to check them out later. It's on my, my list to watch. Yeah. Like I said, I know, you're the same as me. You like, you don't mind found footage, like, you know, POV horror stuff, as long as it's good. Because <laughs> there's a yeah, lot of shit. Is. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, I'm sure we talked about this when we did the last show, like, fucking Blair Witch and all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. That's like, how to do it badly. The new one, so, by the way, folks, in case you're a new yeah. listener. We love the original, that new one was bollocks mm. uh, what's next for you sir? The well It came out this year of course. yeah I still never saw that remake of It um, the best horror film of all time you mean yeah single handedly <laughs> has rejuvenated horror I know. for the modern era mm. basically uh, <laughs> it was alright again uh, it, I haven't really got anything bad to say about it really apart from whenever something scary happens loud as fuck music plays yeah, I can imagine and it, it kind of takes the impact away a it's just bit. the modern thing now though yeah loud is scary <laughs> mm, it's like not really because it just fucking 
text it you, you don't find it like creepy or anything yeah it's like it's not scary it. it's just startling you know what I mean yeah yeah, Anyone exactly. can come up behind someone and pop a balloon and make you shake yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like along for like alien or sort of type thing where there's a tension in the very foundation of the movie hmm. that just makes you feel shit. Yeah, because there's nothing wrong with a jump scare. It's fine. Mm. But when every single horror set piece in your film is a jump scare, you just say, well, I know what to expect every time now. Yeah. And you just, just... you're just sitting there waiting for it. You're not on edge or anything. Yeah. So it was very much like that. But... You know, I think I've said this to you before, but, like, it is a really good story for the main part, as long as you get rid of all the, like, Stephen King-isms. But, like, you know, watching the original It, it was primed for a remake, to be Mm, fair. Yeah. Because it it just fucking aged horrifically. I mean, it was never a film anyway. It was made for TV. Yeah, it was like a miniseries, yeah. Yeah, so, it like, as a consequence, it, it, it looked pretty bad. I mean, you could tell if the actors were wearing makeup and stuff you could see the makeup on the face and yeah. the lines where they like round the neck and stuff it mm. was just like ropey as fuck not to be too snooty about it but it just looked awful that and because on blu-ray I, I watched it on blu-ray and was like jesus yeah and tv stuff just generally it just generally ages worse than movies anyway just because yeah. it's always lower budget even if it is a big four-hour miniseries so uh yeah it, it was good it, 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 i got from it what i, I wanted like a remake of, of that film mm. yeah I'll I'm curious. I'll see it. I'll see it eventually when it comes on Sky. I'd be interested to see the sequel. That's the main thing because yeah. historically, the, the 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 adult portion of the the well, the original anyway. The it was kind of shit. The adult stuff it, that yeah. that was the stuff that really failed to capture people's imagination. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Because you know, like, of course, children are going to be scared of like some murderous clown, but adults are going to be like, "Fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> that was the next movie. They yeah. married Pennywise. Fuck off. <laughs> Fucking dick, I'm not scared of clowns. Yeah, exactly. I'm not fucking 12 anymore, you dick. And Pennywise like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Go scare some midgets What, what, or what we're going to do for the next hour and a half? <laughs> Just them shoving the fuck out of Pennywise for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my next one's Free Fire, Ben Whitley's 1970 set, essentially 90-minute gunfight in a warehouse. <laughs> Mm, everything bar the opening five ten minutes is just set in a warehouse it's about um i think they're supposed to be ira guys it's uh, michael smiley and killian murphy and uh brie larson you know her from what she offered yeah she's off reddit when she gets her boobs out <laughs> that's where you know her from one of the, <laughs> the classic on reddit with her boobs out um and uh charlotte copley's the other guy who just plays it you'd love it because he just plays it very south african does he <laughs> yeah he's the most south african i've ever seen him in a film even more than like district fucking what was it th- district 9 or 13 i can never remember which one it is 13 yeah even more than that mm. and uh they're doing a weapons deal there's something going on with two other like min- like background guys who have a fight and then it just turns into like, a big disagreement they start shooting at each other and it's just it's just crazy i wanted just to keep that up for 90 minutes like a film all set in one location you can you think like oh that'll be easy enough but it's all like in real time pretty much and imagine like trying to keep that stylistically interesting for an hour and a half one location of just people hiding behind pillars shooting at each other so it's quite daring as well when you know that there's when people do that like tv and stuff you know like um that episode of seinfeld where it's all in the restaurant and stuff yeah 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 it's always like it, it's a true sign of like a, a clever story yeah. when it can keep you entertained yeah. in one location. Yeah. yeah, I really, really enjoyed it though. Yeah, also than like High Rise, his last one, which I liked, but it's not a film I went back and rewatched type of thing. 
But I liked yeah. it on his one view, but this was just like, I don't know, it had more of a fun vibe. And it was, I said, just, it's just really impressive how he manages to pull it off. They keep it going for an idea and it never gets boring. Mm. And their army hammers in it. You know, the guy was like the Lone Ranger and he was the twins in the social network and stuff. No, I don't know. I've, I haven't seen him in much. I've just seen him in um, yeah. social network, I think, but he's fucking really good. And he, he plays it like, uh, He's because he's like got like a turtleneck on, a suit, big beard, and like quaffed hair. And he reminds you know Ellis from Die Hard, the smarmy shit. Oh yeah, he totally yeah. plays it like him. <laughs> I yeah. can tell he watched that home when I'm doing it exactly like that. <laughs> he just plays a great smarmy shit who like sets the deal up and stuff. It's really good. Nice. I think you'd enjoy it though. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all mine. Then apart from Last Jedi, um, well I've got uh, what have I got? Two more. Um, Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, that's another one, isn't it? <laughs> I'd probably say um, it's high up as well in like my favourite films of this year, mm. Blade Runner, to be honest. Um thought it was very sty- stylistic. Um, I thought they captured the feeling of the first film without just doing the first film again. Yeah, without just aping it and making references to it and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, there isn't, there isn't many references, really, to be honest. Yeah. Apart from just the fact it looks and feels like Blade Runner. Yeah. It isn't just constantly like, oh, look, this is that, that's this. Yeah. So um, there's a few like callbacks that you get to hear some audio from the first film and stuff because he, he's kind of investigating, like in part, what happened in the first film. Mm. But like you know, thirty years later. Yeah. Um, and he like I think towards the mid part of the film, he's like he's looking for Harrison Ford's character. Mm. Um, so there is a few callbacks, but yeah, it's very very good. There's a great scene. Um, midway towards the end, sorry, where he, he has this uh, fight with the the, the female uh, character in it. Mm. Um, trying not to spoil anything, um, and it, it's such a like claustrophobic fight because they're basically just fucking trying to strangle each other and drown each other. Jesus, it's it's all in water and stuff. Mm. And it, it's very few films, to be honest, get me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, Jesus, it is. But that because. Blade Runner wasn't like it's not like a massively established series of films. The main character isn't like oh you know you're safe with them. Like he could have died yeah. in that in this film. So like at that point in the movie, I was really on the edge of my seat. Like oh, is he gonna die? Mm. I, I love it when films do that. Basically, yeah. So you you on the edge of your seat and was it a white knuckle roller coaster race? <laughs> it, it was. It was high octane. <laughs> An explosive white knuckle roller coaster ride that'll have you on the edge of your seat. <laughs> yeah, that that would be my quote on the box. Blade uh, Runner with chopsticks, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The most offensive pull quote ever. Uh, so what else? Um, did you saw? Did you see Ghost in the Shell? Was that this? Was that last year? Was that the year before? That was last year. Um, yeah. Ghost in the Shell definitely come out Blu-ray this year. Yeah, it was. It was definitely 2017. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I've not made it to the end. Oh, there you go. We'll save that for when you've seen the whole thing. <laughs> I've, I've watched. I've started watching it twice, and both times I've just couldn't be asked to finish it. Well, I keep honest. meaning to watch it, and, but I keep thinking, no, no, I want to rewatch the anime again because I haven't seen that for like fifteen years. So I want to like go in that way, but I mm. just love going rewatching the anime. It's like sitting next to my TV. It's been there for months. Yeah, so is that all the films then? Yeah, mm, 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 well, I tell you what, I'll, I'll just chuck this in because I don't think we'll talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Baby Driver. Oh yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It's quite flashy. I guess it may put some people off. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, 
tells quite a nice story. Um, just like a guy who's trying to get out of a shit life and mm. stuff. I wasn't really expecting anything from it. Uh, it was Stacey that mainly wanted to watch it. I, I hadn't really seen any of the trailers, apart from like one at the cinema. Mm. So I didn't really go in with like thinking, I'm not going to like this, I'm going to like it. I just totally open mind to it. Um, probably the best way to just watch it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think I joked with you, uh, Kevin Spacey's character is a little bit unfortunate. Right? <laughs> yeah. Considering it's basically his last big role, I, I would have thought. Yeah, well, kind of is, because they fucking cut him out with that fucking other yeah. movie. Unless, they make, unless he makes some sort of, like, historical comeback or something. I doubt it's hilarious. Nah. But he, he's basically like a character who's like, young man, you'll do what I say, or I know ways to ruin your life. <laughs> it's like, it's a bit unfortunate. A bit <laughs> close to bone. <laughs> yeah, you <go>, fucking hell. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, very good film. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's great soundtrack as well. Mm. Yeah, I've heard the soundtrack's really good, yeah. Yes. Uh, you, should, you should check it out. I'm sure it's on Sky roundabout now, right? Uh, no, not yet. I'll probably be on a month uh, or two, yeah. No. Uh, so, TV then. We'll do TV as well. Mm-hmm. It's been quite a big year for TV, so what were your TV standouts of the year? Probably, uh, let's start with my most favourite. I know it's, you'll probably roll your eyes. Uh, Game of Thrones Season 7. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was late to the Game of Thrones uh, show. I've got to be honest, I think I started watching it like season six time mm. and watched it all uh, all in one run. Um, I mean, I, I was its harshest critic when I first watched it, but uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. And season seven was really good. Mm. Very good. Another season where, sorry, another TV series where they've shortened it by like three three episodes or something. Oh, that's good. Well, what are you, didn't you say they're like, are they past the books now? Yeah, they're past the books. Yeah, so they're, they're, like, asking the author for, like, cliff notes and then just doing their own thing. All right, so, so bizarre. Um, and you can probably tell because it's a little bit more action-packed mm. and, like, grab your attention a little bit more, where the first, like, three seasons are a little bit ponderous and stuff. You can, you can definitely tell that, like, they're lifting stuff from a book in the, the first couple of seasons. Um, but it's, it probably makes it for a better watch, to be honest. Yeah. Um, some people criticise. I mean, some one of the biggest criticisms was that like there's an episode that one of the main characters, Jon Snow, is in a particular place, and then by the end of the episode, he's somewhere else, and people are like getting maps that have been like drawn from the books and that, and they're like, oh, there's no way you could have got from that location to the other location in that time span and all that. Yeah. And it's it's like it's basically the Batman return, uh, Batman Rises. I was, say, I was just thinking of that as well. Yeah, where people were like, oh, "How did ba- how did Bruce Wayne get into Gotham so fast?" And that's like, "What well, fucking? What do you want? Do you want to see him queuing up getting a plane ticket?" In that? Yeah, like, <laughs> that's in, not how films in work. In real time, the film's like three weeks long. In there, <laughs> yeah. so it didn't. Yeah, it uh, the fact that it's shortened doesn't bother me at all. It actually made it feel better. The, the first couple of seasons, there's. There's always an episode that was kind of like a filler episode. Mm. Where this is like wall to wall, just like really cool. Okay. Um, so that's probably my favourite, but uh, more more like unique to me. Uh, really enjoying the Orville so far. Yeah, I thought you'd say the Orville. Yeah, it's it's finding its feet. Uh, the humour was fucking all over the shop in the first like episode and stuff. Yeah, it was like Star Trek, but with penis jokes. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> the first episode, but they managed to like find the feet a bit more and like tone some of the humor down. Mm. So I'm pretty sure like 
Seth MacFarlane just like threw in Seth MacFarlane jokes just because he felt he had to. Yeah. So weird like that. It's the same with any show though that's like new and I know it's like a, it's a big homage to Star Trek and stuff, but it's, a, it's still an original thing. You know, it always takes a few episodes to find your feet and stuff with the writing and how yeah. how many jokes like how how funny do I make it or how serious do I make it? Especially with the show because yeah. he said there's some quite serious stuff in it now and then. So yeah, like I think it might be the third episode. It deal it like deals with. Um, uh, like an alien on board the ship that their entire race is male and if yeah, any females sure. are born they're like the 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 gender swap them mm. and it it goes into like oh you shouldn't be allowed to do that it's not fair and they're like well this is our species and this is what we do quite deep for what is essentially a comedy sci-fi show isn't it? yeah yeah, yeah definitely that's interesting yeah, yeah I, I probably wouldn't recommend it to you to be honest mm. i don't think there's enough to hold you it, it's just very star trekky and if you've not watched star trek by this point <laughs> you fucking you fucking tits in it like. <laughs> <laughs> no just like it, it's not like me assuming what you like or anything but you've you've never like got into star trek so no, no. like if if you didn't get into star trek you're not going to get into orville basically yeah. I would have thought. Um, but yeah, on, on the bad front, um, Star Trek uh, Discovery. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you'd bring that up. Yeah, I've got to. It's just come back from its um, mid-season light break. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was better this episode than the previous run. Uh-huh. Um, it was directed by Jonathan Frakes, who's, uh, he plays Riker. Oh, yeah, yeah. The original he stuff. did a couple so of the movies as well, didn't he? He, he did, yeah, he did two of them, yeah. Um it, it was better, but the, the writing and stuff. Not, I, I don't want to sound like I'm fucking all with me monocle and stuff. Like, oh, the writing. Well, no, if it's bad uh, writing, it's bad writing. It's just bad writing. Yeah, the, the right at the start of the episode, the the like because the, the the cliffhanger of the last episode was something went wrong with the engine and they've ended up in somewhere that they don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. And the start of this episode, they're like, oh, actually, scanning the debris that's near us, there's something up with it, and they're straight away realise they're in an alternate universe. Mm. Like, fuck, this universe isn't our universe, so things are going to be, like, crazy different and stuff. And then for, like, half an hour, the rest of the episode, they keep coming across things, and they're, like, stunned that it's different. <laughs> it, which is, it, it's weird, but it, it's just annoying as fuck. There's a bit, I mean, you're familiar with the, the species names, I'm sure. There's, like, should find something, the main character, and she's like, what would, what would... What would you say? What would Vul- what would Vulcans be on a Klingon ship? That that doesn't make any sense. Vulcans don't go on Klingon ships, and it's just like because it's an alternate fucking universe. <laughs> um, very very strange. It, it's right as well that it's always feeding the exposition. Mm. Oh, it's always annoying to the point where it's too jarring. Like people are like stopping dead and going, wait. Please explain this to me. And they're like, but you are the captain and you're an expert in this. You should know. Yes, but explain it anyway. <laughs> and explain it. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you, you may as well just get them to turn to the camera and be like, I'm going to break the fourth wall. It just shows the script to the camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this is fucking grim. Um, but I just don't like, I don't like the new Star Trek. Just because it's Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, it's just a tour. it's trying to be Battlestar, and you know, if you want Battlestar, watch Battlestar. People want fucking Star yeah. Trek, don't they? It's so weird. It's so weird that people do this, and people want this. Some some people want this. They're like, oh, I'm so pleased they've like made Star Trek dark and stuff. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, I mean, slightly off topic, but I, I saw an interesting comment on Steam the other day. I glanced at it. You know that new Resident Evil Seven. Uh-huh. 
uh, I got glanced at Resident Evil 7, it was on sale, and there was a comment, somebody who had reviewed the game and said, oh, um, you know, a refreshing rejuvenation of the series. This is in first person, and it's exactly what Resident Evil uh, needed to yeah. be made in first person. Uh-huh. And it got us thinking, like, yeah, but Resident Evil's, like, famous for being, th- like, third person. Yeah. People think it needs to be refreshed by making it in a first-person game, but it's that's no longer Resident Evil. Yeah, true, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's the same with, like, Star Trek. People like, oh, it's refreshing that it's, like, not like Star Trek anymore. And it's like, well, that's that's why I like Star Trek, because mm. it's like Star Trek. And now they've made it not like Star Trek. I don't fucking like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird that... There's so many stuff that do that these days where mm-hmm. they, they change it because they think it needs to be refreshed. But to me, by changing it, you're just fucking changing it into something else. That's what I mean. They always think, oh, we're giving it a, a new makeover. And it's like, yeah, but you're not because you're just making it like something else. It's like, what's a, that's not... Why bother? Just make the other thing. <laughs> Yeah. Just do a fucking yeah, new sorry. series of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, they'll do a new series of Battlestar Galactica. It'll be like Star Trek. It <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be all light and breezy and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Yeah, does my head in. So yeah, I, I watch. I'm still going to watch it. I mean, as soon as the new episode of Discovery landed, I was like, <gasps> new, new episode of Star Trek, and like excitedly watch it. Mm. Um, but it didn't like the episode your enthusiasm just dwindles. <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, oh fuck that shit. <laughs> Yeah, and what about you, though? I've, I've got a few more, but let's... Uh. I am only really watched, like, two series this year. Like, Curb came back for the first time after, fucking, I don't know, five years, because he only does a series now when he feels like it. <laughs> yeah. Which is good, because he's in that position where he can. He doesn't have to do one every year. Mm. I think at the end of every season, he's like, yeah, it's the... I may, I may do it, I don't know. <laughs> and then you just wait, and then all of a sudden an advert comes up going, ah, Curb's back next week. <laughs> <laughs> like shit. Uh, but uh, it was good. It was a good, uh, great over-the-top storyline that he writes a, a, a musical uh, called Fatwa about Salman Rushdie getting the fatwa put on him and stuff. <laughs> and because he goes on a chat show and starts making jokes, uh, he gets a real fatwa put on him. <laughs> so it's like nice. a ridiculous season-long storyline where he keeps thinking he's going to get killed and stuff. <laughs> and he goes to meet Salman. Like Salman Rushdie's in it and he's giving him advice about how chicks love it when they think the guy they're with is going to be killed at any moment and stuff like that. Ridiculous. <laughs> and it's cool because there's one point where there's cameos from like in one episode from like every character almost that you, well not every but like characters you haven't seen for like four seasons and stuff like that. So mm. it was cool to see fan favourites. Like, there's a character called Crazy Eyes Killer who was only in, ever in one episode mm. and it's like the most popular episode and it was cool to see him back. Michael J. Fox is in it again and uh, mm. it was pretty good um pretty good series kind of like a love letter to the fans a little bit yeah the whole season yeah and um i think it's fans it was mixed some people some people thought some episodes were shite but i didn't really think there was a bad episode Mm. um uh twin peaks obviously was me probably me pick of the year because i said i only watched the uh, curb and twin peaks like religiously so yeah yeah just crazy man just mad that after 25 years they did it again and just a mad achievement when you consider the shot they didn't shoot it episode by episode they just shot a giant fuck off script for like months yeah like a huge film project yeah and when you watch the making of they didn't even shoot it in sequence to save money for budgetary reasons, they had to shoot it out of sequence. Imagine that. Imagine shooting an 800-page script out of sequence. Yeah, like, surely the continuity would be, continuity would be all over the place. It's not. I'm assuming it's not. No. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, but I guess, like, watching it week to week, like, there were certain parts where I was like, oh, God, and it was like, a, not a struggle, but you were like, oh, come on. But it, mm. because it's Lynch, you always have to in the back, have it in the back of your head. Like, he's not just going to come out and explain shit like it's fucking any other TV show. Yeah. But I think, I haven't really, re- I've rewatched the odd episode again. 
but I think binge watching the whole thing over a couple of days, it'll feel better because like it's supposed to be one big movie. That's how we uh, said it was supposed to be watched. So, and whether there's another one, it will have an impact on how you think of this series as well because. There's Inklings, but it took them like three years to put this together. So if there's another series, it won't be for a while. Yeah, I look forward to getting it. Don't like, yeah. yeah, I'd be interested to know what you think because it's like it's 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 similar to the original series, but obviously it's like its own thing as well. Yeah, because right? like you know, Lynch has grown as a filmmaker in the past twenty five years. His styles changed, so obviously it's going to be more of that in the series. It's a lot more. Yeah. It's darker. It's way darker than the original because they're on. They're not on network TV anymore, and yeah, they can get away with more and stuff. And there's some really fucking grim moments in it, but some terrifying surreal crazy moments as well yeah i'd be interested to know what you think mm. to get back into season two and finish that off yeah like, like i was saying i think i'll just start season two again to be honest like yeah we well, were only a couple episodes in weren't you yeah like three three or four in yeah. I, I haven't completely finished watching uh this but um midway through the punisher oh yeah punisher yeah and i'm enjoying it oh you're enjoying it because you said you yeah. were a bit yeah <laughs> when you first started it so yeah, well, and also I think I was just a bit meh because of after watching like um, Iron Fist and then watching some of the Defenders. Yeah, and like the the bubbles definitely burst for TV Marvel. Like, mm. um, like the, the lost the plot completely. I mean, who thought Defenders? Who wrote? Who read that script and thought this is going to be great? The fans are going to love it. Yeah, fucking. There's just almost nothing to take away from that TV series. Because, like, the idea's great. You know, you've got, yeah. like, the your, your Avengers characters movies, then you've got the Avengers, then you've got the TV series, then you've got the Defenders. It's a good idea, but shame it yeah. apparently didn't work. Yeah, just awful execution. It probably spent the budget on, like, the, the cast and the costumes and the filming equipment or something, because there's nothing really, like, high stakes takes place, really. Yeah. There's a few corridor fights. There's one episode that is entirely dedicated to they have a discussion in a restaurant. Yeah, that'd be insane, yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? And not in a good way. It's not like a Seinfeld way. <laughs> yeah. So they're in a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a bad way. Um, hey, what though? They love, they love the fucking corridor fights, don't they? They do. For some, well, it's because it's easy to film, isn't it? The fight choreographer just fucking loves old boy or something. <laughs> yeah. Loves bouncing off walls and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think if you you forget kind of what's happened in the past and you just take the Punisher as its own thing, it's enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you have to have seen Daredevil at least mm-hmm. to understand some of the stuff that's So is it a prequel then? No, it's a sequel. Um, he, he literally takes his vest off and burns it and he hasn't had the vest on. Like, uh, I'm about nine episodes in. That's all that footage in the trailer was from the last episode then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be, that would probably be my only criticism. It's kind of like not he, he is the Punisher, but he's not really the Punisher. He's he's Frank Castle. Why the fuck are they so obsessed with like oh get that daft skull off him? Yeah, it's so weird. It's it's weird that like TV land or fucking they do that in gen- in general anyway. They like you know like Daredevil did that as well. Mm. He like he was only Daredevil for probably like, an hour's worth of footage in that. Entire first season, well, first and second season almost. With the first season, it makes sense because he's working his yeah, way up. Just, setting it yeah. up. But, you know, there's just too much Matt Murdock and not enough Daredevil, basically. It's yeah. fucking called Daredevil. <laughs> you wanted to make a Matt Murdock TV series, call it Matt Murdock. Yeah, just like, so it's sort of like Perry Mason or something. <laughs> yeah. So it is the same with like Punisher a little bit. That Like, they maybe should have called it Frank Castle, the, you know, the adventures of or something. That'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this sounds dead light hard for a show where a guy goes around shooting people in the face. 
<laughs> but I'm guessing there's flashbacks though, because the trailer had his family. They're showing his family getting killed and all that stuff. Yeah, there's constant like flashbacks. He's you know very tormented and all the rest. Mm. Um, but it, he has like he, he basically classically meets like a, a desk guy or whatever they call him. You know, like a guy in the chair. Oh yeah, he has a guy in the chair. Or is it like is it microchip? Uh, yeah, the comics are cool. Yeah. Um, well, it's getting there anyway. Mm. It, he's not. He's not like outright being called that. No. But, uh, yeah, it's, just call him Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's bl- it's blatantly going there anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's like where the humor is. It's between them two, but it's not like in your face humor. It's more like he like drugs them constantly and stuff and <laughs> all that stuff, <laughs> like puni- Punisher humor. Mm. Uh, yeah, really enjoying it. I don't think Stacey was enjoying it very much. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, it doesn't sound like the type of thing Stacey would be like, let's watch the next episode. <laughs> yeah. You were getting shot in the neck all the time and stuff. But then I also started watching um, The Punisher. Uh, Punisher, I mean, <laughs> just had, had a brain fart. Uh, it's because I just looked I'm out it. enough. <laughs> just been tight and about it. Um, <laughs> you know, when you just say what you literally just look at. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking stupid brain. Um, Black Mirror. Oh, yeah, that's back, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I watched the, the first episode of the new season. Mm, how was it? Uh, yeah, it's very good. It's a, ironically, it's a Star Trek. Not, yeah, I saw a trailer or something or a, a picture and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, what's going on? Everyone's doing Star Trek better than Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous because, yeah, it's, they totally nail it. It's, it's basically a guy who's he's like high up in a computer firm. He's very unhappy with his job. But, um, and he's he, he goes home and he's got a, like a, his own VR recreation of a TV show, which is basically, you know, supposed to be Star Trek, yeah. but without license. It's a, a VR recreation of his favourite TV show. Mm. And he, like, goes into it. But it's, like, it's not, like, VR. It's, like, when you're in there, you feel physically, like, you know, like the Matrix or something. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Um, but he's he's using it to, like, he's basically stealing people's DNA and putting people that he doesn't like into his simulation and then, like, tormenting them and stuff. Mm. It's quite deep, really. Yeah. For all, on the surface, it just seems like quite a simple premise, but it's uh, quite uh, ironic. But it's dark. It's like quite, I guess, Black Mirror. It's, that's the name of the series, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, very good, though. Yeah, I look forward to watching the rest. I still never seen any of Black Mirror. You know, never got it. Never got around to it now. Well, it's, um, I've got to have the energy mm. to watch. I've got to be honest, because they do often deal with quite bleak stuff. Yeah. It's very clever, the episodes generally, but a lot of the time you, you couldn't fucking be like, yay, let's watch some Black Mirror. Yeah. By the end of the episode, you're like, ugh. <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, just try out the, the first season. Yeah, I've been meaning to like fucking ages, yeah. Netflix, I think, on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, that's it for TV, yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, move on to Blu-ray then. Uh, my first uh, kind of runner-up is uh, Arrow's release of The Thing. Mm. I mean, it's not like there was anything... Well, there's that good documentary about the films that came out in the summer of 82, which was awesome. Um, yeah. But other than that, it's just like, it's just, I guess it's just a one checked off me Arrow bucket list. Like, I always hoped they'd release the thing, and it's a nice package. And But as far as, like, extra stuff, there's not that much more. No, because I guess we've been, we've been well-tret with the thing. Mm, it had an awesome DVD release. So yeah. <laughs> not yeah, much more you need. It's the same with the picture quality as well. Like, for all it does look better again mm. but the things always look really good anyway it has always been well taken care of uh, home video releases pretty much yeah yeah um, but yeah it was on my list as well mm-hmm. it's a bit for me it's 
probably like one of my favourite releases of the year. It is good, yeah. Really nice box. Uh, just the the love and attention that's gone into it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, special edition. Mm-hmm. And it's you know they bring them back for the with for their limited editions and stuff. They bring back like the uh, the posters and stuff like that. You get a nice little poster in there. Yeah, yeah, it's always nice. Um, you want us probably uh, this new Suspiria Blu-ray from uh, label, very simple name, Cult Films. <laughs> I'm surprised that wasn't taken. Yeah, I find that wasn't yeah, taken cool. years ago. I guess one of the things people don't bother like checking because they assume it's been done. Yeah, but it's just Cult Films. Uh, really nice release, really nice package, and uh, the fucking restoration's crazy because it's one of those films that's been out on Blu-ray, but it's always looked a bit shit. Yeah, but they've literally went back to like the negative and cleaned it up from scratch. And I know that like in America, Synapse have been working on a re-release, like a 4K restoration, for like five years. Mm. That's, I don't think it's the same print, like same transfer. Sorry, so I don't know how that holds up, but I can't imagine it being too much better because it looks kind of brand new. Like they've cleaned yeah. it up that well. And there's a great like fucking like an hour long, almost scene by scene restoration, like how they did it and comparing yeah. it to the original and then how it looks now and then how it looks like on the DVD on the Blu-ray you're watching it's crazy the work they've put into it yeah, yeah it's really nice and um, special mention to Third Window just for getting getting any out on Blu-ray yeah that's uh, pretty pretty crazy to see. it's just a shame I don't think they'll ever get around to doing um, Violent Cops on a team the early ones I think they're quite hard to, or expensive to license and they seem to be having not problems Third Window but they put something up a while ago that like they're having to like indefinitely postpone a few releases for some reason so oh, I don't think yeah. they'll be getting out the early because if, if, I hope it'd be awesome if they released Violent Cop and Boiling Point and stuff but who did the DVDs can't you remember was it um, the early DVDs it? it was like yeah. fucking Tokyo Bullet yeah, M- MIA under Tokyo Bullet yeah yeah. because so, it wasn't like one of the big ones like Tartan or anything was no, it no no Tartan never got off uh, uh, you got any more Blu-rays for the um, favourite Blu-rays one extreme the other like one of my favourites is the thing my other favourite is uh, me Moana Blu-ray. I fucking love Moana. <laughs> <laughs> Anything special about the Blu-ray? Um, just the fact that it's it, it's such a great, like, I'm going to sound like totally conceited here, but it's like uh, an HD film. Mm. <laughs> like, it, it's such a, like, clean, nice-looking film. Mm. All of those and are, those, it, all those, is it Pixar or is it just Disney? Um, or is, it's the, Pixar, or is that the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, is it? No, uh, no, it's not Pixar. Ah. Oh, fuck. No, it's just Disney, yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's all the the, the blues and the greens and stuff. Because obviously it's, felt, it's like set in like, you know, the South Pacific mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's all like ocean and blue sky and stuff. And it just fucking looks so nice. I can imagine. Like, uh, uh, in like, like I said, high definition and stuff. It's one with the rock, uh, isn't it? One with the rock, yeah. yeah. I can't remember, did, did we not watch it? Did, have you not seen it? No. <laughs> Well, no. Like you could have got me to watch it. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't force you to watch it. I would just be like, like oh, no, I'm going to bed. Going to bed. <laughs> I would have made you. You're like, it's half six. It. I'm like, going to bed. <laughs> I'm going to bring it. You're going to watch it with us. Hey, man, I still okay. haven't seen Aladdin. Good luck making Oh, Jesus. Moana. Right. Aladdin and Moana <laughs> coming your way. Um, yeah, but other than that, it's just such a great film. I fucking loved it, Moana. That is a film that I choke up several times watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I choke up at a sad bit, but then I choke up at the like empowering bits. <laughs> that was such a bitch when it comes to Disney. I'd imagine um, you with a couple of whiskeys and you're watching it. Yeah, too right. It's not flying, tears. <laughs> Catching me breath in there. Yeah. It's just, it's such a beautiful film. <laughs> it's a beautiful It's a beautiful um, Yeah, Moana, uh, definitely. I would, uh, but just lastly, I will mention. Yes. 
bad Blu-ray. Um, only because I'm just I'm still disappointed at this day with the fucking box. Uh, the Rogue One um, Steelbook. Oh yeah, just because it's so offensive. <laughs> Uh, just because it's such a fucking ugly box uh, it's just like a blue weird like um, like modern art or something they've gone for it's like got two stormtroopers yeah, yeah I remember. but it's it's like kind of done you know that 60s art where all the details cut it's kind of like that or something mm. I don't know what they were going for um, rather than just putting the poster in the box. I know, it's fucking Star Wars. Star Wars has great detailed posters and I always just put some wank on. Like this fucking yeah. Force Awakens steelbook. That's why I was like, we're buying that shit. Yeah, it's so random. Put yeah. the poster on the box, man. Yeah. When they're going to The worst is those fucking re-releases of the original trilogy on Steelbook where, like, the fucking original poster art's on the back. <laughs> yeah. You're like, fuck off, man. You're just taking yeah. the piss now. Yeah, isn't it? It's just the character faces on the front, isn't it? Yeah, like Empire's just got a Stormtrooper on it. Yeah. And I think yeah. Jedi's got Yoda on it. Yoda on it, and one of them's got Vader, I think, mm. or the Emperor or something. Mm. I can't remember. But yeah, it's uh, really random. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know I shouldn't, like, be annoyed just because of the box, but hey, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still don't like K-Packs to this day because of the box. And uh, Gattaca. Yeah. Gattaca. Although Gattaca, no, Gattaca is a shy film. Yeah, but, but you didn't like the box for years, though. That's why you didn't watch it. True, true, I didn't. You're and out. when I finally did, I was like, oh, God, I shouldn't. <laughs> I can say I was right, shitbox. <laughs> Although, actually, I just thought of another one mm-hmm. um, that I did really like and really happy that I bought. <laughs> is uh, The Entity on uh, Steelbook. That came out this year. Oh, yes, it did. Same. I love the fact that we live in a world now where fucking The Entity has a Steelbook release. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. That's why I was just over the moon holding the Driller Killer Steelbook in my hands. I was like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> like a film that was once thought of is like it's going to cause a pandemic of violence in the country is now a collector's edition Steelbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. How things have changed. Yeah. So would you like to look forward? I've got a big-ass list of shit that's coming out this year. Oh. Um, let's start with Star Wars, obviously. Solo. Mm. which is out in May so we'll get a trailer soon or maybe not if Disney have no faith in it which is what the mm, rumours are suggesting yeah. Disney's basically like it's gonna be shite you probably shouldn't watch it Disney asked Disney like, when's Solo coming out they're like we can't boot what Solo what <laughs> I wouldn't make that <laughs> just putting it in the vault next to Song of the South maybe it's gonna be awesome maybe because Disney don't like it I like it <laughs> maybe <laughs> you know like maybe Disney love The Last Jedi and stuff they're like oh we want more of that humour and then when there wasn't enough humour in Solo they're like oh, we don't like that film yeah I don't know I'm, I'm still holding hopes but... to be honest I kind of don't care <laughs> at this point I'm just not honest I don't want to see a fucking Han Solo early years movie That's... yeah to be honest I, I never wanted the uh, what I'm trying to think of the word what's the word they use for these films is it anthology or something the anthology at, at first they were calling them the anthology, but now they're just... They kind of still are, but the, the subtitles are a Star Wars story. Star Wars story, yeah. Um, I didn't want these films, to be honest. No. I was, I was fucking hyped, and I still am, that they're doing new Star Wars films. Mm. But I, I don't know. Luke Skywalker and stuff, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Um, I never wanted to see a Boba Fett film, for instance. No, like, the, the idea of it is tempting, but when you think of, like, you know, actually having it, you just say, no, nah, because it's just, I don't want to know. Some things are just best part of the story. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's probably Marvel fans that will disagree, but, for instance, The Incredible Hulk, I think, uh, make a film out of The Incredible Hulk, and it's it's always going to be shit. Mm. 
I think it's a character that does best being supported by other characters. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Um, and that's Star Wars. That, that's why these characters are, are they're not main characters. You know, Boba Fett's great, but he's he's a back he's a background character. Mm. So if you make a film out of him, it'll probably be shit. And besides, you know, they've already fucked up his backstory anyway. We'll fuck the Tatler clones. So. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. We'd have so, to connect to that, wouldn't it? It's still canon. So. They'd have to get some Kiwi guy. They'd have to get the guy back. He's probably rubbing his hands. <laughs> it, oh, I hope they do make it. Isn't he a voice actor? Actually, isn't he in Moana? Um, I think he is, because I, I was... Actually, yeah, it was on Sky, yeah. and I was like, oh, he's in it. Fucking does he play the dad? Probably. Yeah. He may do, yeah. I think he does, actually, yeah. Every, every, basically, everyone from New Zealand's in that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the person there from... Uh, uh, you know uh, the Sam Neill movie uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh yeah, yeah. The the evil cop. She's in Moana as well. She's, she's so. the best thing in that movie. Almost uh, is for the Sarah Connor line. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sarah Connor from the first one. Before she could do pull ups. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's in uh, Rothak, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok yeah, as well. Yeah, I saw a clip of her in, yeah. Just funny that, like, films that involve, like, that sort of part of the world, yeah. <laughs> and it's always the same group of people. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> uh, but I was also mention we were talking about, I think it was in The Last Jedi show, that, like, about the Obi-Wan trilogy, but we, mm. we just because that's not that's not a thing. We just must have read some bollocks fucking news before we did the show. <laughs> Fake news or something, yeah. yeah. It's just the, the film's happening, but... Yeah. I can't say a trilogy would be fucking milking it just a tad, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. I still think a one movie might be fucking taking the piss ever so slightly, Probably. but you never know. It depends yeah. on what the fucking story is. It's, I think I've said this before, whether it's on the show or not, um, it's got it's got to have uh, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Otherwise, people are just going to tell that film to fuck off. Mm. So if they one day announce it and it's not Ewan McGregor, I'm just going to be immediately... Like where I am with Solo, where I'm like, nah. Well, considering like the trajectory of dealing with old characters in um, the new movies, he'll probably like die in this one for no reason, and he'd be like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how is he alive? And you hope doesn't matter. He was hey, a ghost. You've got to read a book. <laughs> yeah. To fill oh, that, the gap. It remains. We're getting on a Star Wars tangent here. Yeah. Should, we'll, should we make this one the last one? Um, I read um, something about you know um, Thingy Dern's character. Mm-hmm. Laura Dern. Mm-hmm. Um, she was set up in one of the comics, apparently. Yeah, something. apparently, yeah, in one of the Leia books or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just like, cough, cough. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because I did think when I was watching the film, I was like, this totally feels like I'm supposed to know who she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's uh, supposed to be like one of Leia's like, oldest friends or something. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking, I hate it when they do that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, Infinity War Part 1. Mm. I mean, this is going to be. It's not just you know. It's going to be arid and stuff. It's look at the storyline. It's fucking Thanos. It's, it's just going to be like planets being destroyed instead of cities. So I'm kind of like, oh, I okay, I'll watch it, but it's going to be the same old fucking shit. Is it? Yeah, like my fear is the same old shit. Mm. My hope is they pull it out the bag because this kind of it's the payoff for like 10 years worth of Marvel yeah. films so it has to basically. be done. Yeah, yeah. so yeah I hope they've got something special like I said rather than just we're going to see like the Sydney Opera House getting blown up and then Big Ben and yeah, stuff Big ben. And yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> well, someone, someone's dying obviously at least a couple of people are dying so I think Iron Man this will, that'll be the last Iron Man appearance or at least Tony Stark appearance Aye, yeah, I would believe that yeah because he doesn't he's one of them guys that every film is like ooh I want to be out yeah and he's like, what, what, what was that? 70, 70 million? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said. Right, <laughs> Do one more, just one more. <laughs> Fucking Wolverine will save the day, man. Just watch. Oh, that'll be awesome. 
<laughs> he comes in holding bags of cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's we'll see. Mm. We'll see. It, the the trailer was good. It was. Yeah. That. I was I was pretty excited. I, I I didn't care that he was a slightly different shade of purple, like fucking YouTube people. Did you see all that shit? No, but he, I, I did notice he looks different to how he has in other appearances, yeah. but it's just what happens with, like, CGI's evolved since then. Yeah. The characters... Snoke looked fucking different in Last Jedi compared to Force Awakens when you compare it's them. Completely, yeah. yeah. Just what happens, There's unfortunately. Loads of YouTube videos are, like, comparing, like, the, the different purples that Thanos is <laughs> using. <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Uh, more Marvel, uh, Black Panther's out this year as well. I'm quite looking forward to that, because I enjoyed the character yeah. in Civil War, so... Yeah, me too. Um, we've talked about this before, but it's it's nice to see, like, uh, you know, black guys getting the, like, big roles. Yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, the, I know there's been, like, few, and it's not, certainly not the only, I mean, not that it's completely a black cast, hmm. but uh, it's not the only fi- film in recent years that's, like, the large black cast. But well, it's, there's plenty of films with black casts. It's just, it's cool hmm. to see a superhero film. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, uh, an all-black cast. Yeah, it's cool. Um, see, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Eli Roth's remake of Death Wish, starring Bruce Willis. That can fuck off. <laughs> mm, yeah, I keep saying that advertised, actually. like I don't watch a lot of TV, and I don't pay attention to that much stuff, but I, I've seen it, like, I'm popping up here and there. I haven't even bothered watching the trailer, because it's just, I can't be honest with Bruce Willis. I'm not the biggest fan of Eli Roth, and I like Death Wish, and I don't want a fucking remake starring Bruce Willis directed by Eli Roth. Uh, Tomb Raider. Oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, the the trailer was out youngs ago. I thought the trailer looked okay, and I like Alicia Vikander, so I might give it a watch. Yeah, I just like I don't know how I feel about it. The whole like I, it's like the video games. Basically, I really I enjoyed the shit out of the last two games, but also there are elements I didn't really like. Mm. I can't. I kind of feel that's probably going to be where I'm, I am with the film. I'll probably really enjoy it, but then feel like eh. I just don't like all the like the like. I don't know. It's hard to really put into words. The stuff when she's all like covered in blood and suffering and stuff. <laughs> it, they seem to spend a lot of time in the games doing that, and like I, it kind of from the trailer seemed like they might be going to do the same thing with the, the movie. You just don't like it because it gives you an uncomfortable boner. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, awkward boner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There's something about those games, and, and like I said, the film will probably follow suit. Where I just like, think, I don't know. I just kind of want to raid tombs and shoot tigers in the face, yeah. <laughs> and, and hide from monkeys and stuff, <laughs> and hide on rocks from gorillas yeah, for three hours. <laughs> uh, Pacific Rim job uprising. <laughs> yeah, God, who I did not believe that was ever going to happen. Mm. To be honest, and that John Boyega's in it as well. He is, yeah. yeah. I don't know, the first one was so weird. I was like, <laughs> well, that's what I mean, yeah. When I watched that, I was like... Because I think when I watched it, I already knew there was talk of a sequel. Mm-hmm. And I, at the end of the film, I was like, no way are they making a sequel to that. Yeah, because it was just like... I don't mean weird as in the concept. I just mean weird as in I was watching it going, it's giant fucking robots fighting big fucking Japanese monsters. This should be awesome, yet I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, it's just one of them films where... It shows you the fantastical and you're just totally disengaged from mm, it. I don't know what it is. I've never could never place my finger on it through the entire film. I'm going, why don't I enjoy why am I not enjoying this? It's weird. 
Um, speaking of more over the top shenanigans, uh, Ready Player One. Bloody hell, yeah. The trailer, crazy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Spielberg, you've got to cut him some slack, haven't you? Yeah, Spielberg doing a big fucking fantastical thing for the first time in a long time, so. Yeah, it's probably going to be awesome. It's um, going to be fun, definitely. Yeah. I think I'll stay away from any, any of the hype now. Yeah. Player One. I think I want to walk. I know enough about it. I just want to now walk into Player One and watch it and see what I think. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't want to know what it's about. No, I don't no. know how it ends. Yeah. You know, I don't. I, I mean, I don't really know who's in it. To be fair. No. So, and I'm gonna just stay away from it. I, I just fucking want to go on blank slate. Mm. But the trailer was crazy. It like, was. Yeah. A hundred. Uh, bloody IPs in it or something. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> DeLorean's all over the place and shit. And, like, Freddy and stuff. And yeah, Chucky's crazy. in it. And yeah. Crazy. I just put this one in here for a laugh because I forgot it was actually being made. Uh, you know, the movie Overboard with uh, Kate Russell and um, Goldie Hawn. Yes, I always get them mixed up with Bird and a Wire for some reason. <laughs> well, it's two guys with awesome mullets <laughs> and Goldie Hawn, let's be honest. <laughs> two absolute legends. Yeah. Uh, that's been remade. Yeah. But gender swapped, so... It's oh, the guy who goes overboard this time. And I was just like, go fuck yourself. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Channing Tatum and um, Anna Faris, you know, the one from Friends that was pregnant. Yeah. Don't care. Deadpool 2. <laughs> don't, don't even get us started on fucking race and gender swapping. <laughs> I'll just go on another rant. It's just lazy as fuck. Uh, Deadpool 2. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. To yeah, me fair. too. I enjoyed the shit out of the, the first one. Um... So, yeah, sequel. It's prime for it, to be honest. Have you seen the trailer where he's dressed up like Bob Ross? Yeah. Fucking hilarious. (laughs) And he's all like, just whack it off. Oh, that's good. (laughs) And he's like, I am Heiser Kaiser now. (laughs) That's so good. Uh, It's a shame, though, that the director was fired early on. And he was one of the guys that spearheaded the original being made in the first place. I don't know. It was, once again, creative differences. So that's a shame. Yeah. So hopefully it still has that same atmosphere as the first one. Yeah, same feel. I'm sure it will. It's judging by the trailer and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put this one in here for you, because I'm sure you're a fan of it. Uh, Incredibles 2. Oh, yes. Mm. Um, mad that we've had so many sequels, but not an Incredibles sequel. Incredibles came out a long time ago, didn't it, really? Yeah, like, bloody 2004 or something. It's mm-hmm. a, a, quite a while back. Mm. Um, and we've had, like, Cars 2 and all sorts of shit since then. The Cars so, 3 and shit out this year. Yeah, like sequels that nobody wanted to see mm. like um, Finding Nemo 2 and that which for all I enjoyed the first one but it did not need a sequel yeah. at all yeah. Um, but yeah it's prime for it uh, Incredibles 2 definitely I wonder if it's been in development for a long time it just seems like they would have done this five years ago like when just, the Marvel films were all coming out and stuff just, yeah I think it's something that just it was always on the back burner mm. basically yeah like they, they wanted to make the sequel but only when the time was right I guess yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom yeah yeah well as we said mm. I'll yeah. I'll go say it because I like the dinosaurs I like um, the dinosaurs and the Chris Pratt's <laughs> yeah uh, yeah definitely uh, I'll go say it but mm, I'll probably be underwhelmed yeah uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp bit of Paul Road action mm. and um, if, 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 what's her name Mandalene yes which is rather nice and Mickey Douglas Hopefully he'll be back. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, reprise in his role. Did he die in the first one? I was, that's why I was like, hope he'll be back. I couldn't remember <laughs> yeah. that. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, no he didn't. Um, yeah, it's all Marvel films and shit, isn't it, really? It fucking is every year. 
There's no Justice League movies out in actually, right? Um, so we're safe. No, Aquaman, Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman, Aqu- yeah, of course. So that's, that's a look forward to. Mm-hmm. And the new uh, Jake Gyllenhaal Batman movie, if rumours are to be What believed. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Along with apparently. that Joker film that's not in the same universe. Yeah, it's, uh, and it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have um, thingy. Jai, what's it called? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. Mm. Well, I mean, you can't blame them for abandoning the current universe. <laughs> well, I, I know, suppose it just seems where they're still going to continue and make films that don't take yeah. place. It's just fucking ridiculous, man. It's like they're yeah, digging themselves a bigger fucking hole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've I've seen a few stories and things trending on Twitter, and and I've seen a few things pop up on Reddit about apparently. Um, I haven't seen any of the photos, but there are photos floating around somewhere apparently of. Uh, Jay Gyllenhaal in, the, in a Batman suit. Like some sort of test thing. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure I remember years ago he was up for, like, I don't know whether it was after the Christian Bale ones or before, that he was in, in one of the names mentioned for Batman and everyone was like, that's a weird choice. Maybe it's from them and they've just been dug up again. Yeah, you never know, do you? These things, yeah. 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 I suppose in that. I, I mean, it's, it's mostly it's burned from Affleck, I guess. Sort of memories about yeah, yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Elite Battle Angel I'm quite looking forward to that yeah, the trailer's cool mm. yeah very good we're getting to that point now where CGI is kind of seamlessly mm. integrated into films and stuff and it's been in the pipeline for friggin years I've got like old total mm. films where James Cameron's banging on about that being his next film after fucking Avatar and never happened and <laughs> now he's just like oh fucking Rodriguez he did I can't be asked I'm doing Avatar 10 fuck it I was going to say like, when, when are these Avatar films going to come out like 2037 <laughs> probably <laughs> No, they do all have release dates. I think the first one's out like next year. God. Or 2020. I can't 2020. I don't know. Or 2019, I guess. I don't know and I don't yeah. care. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy, for all I enjoyed Avatar, it was like, yeah. Yeah. No one talks about it anymore. Like, it was, at the time, it was like, it's the zenith of filmmaking. It's like a microwave meal of a movie, basically. <laughs> And you just like eat it and you're like, oh, no, that was all right, that. But it's not like you fucking talk about it for weeks. <laughs> that should be our new thing, just comparing <clears throat> everything to a subpar meal. <laughs> yeah. Should I, should I, we should come up with a rating system. This is like a McCain's microwave meal. Oh, this is like yeah. a, a, a fucking uh, gas station ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, there's something there. We should explore We should totally do that, yeah. Um, the Predator, which is like the sort of um, Predator reboot sequel that Shane Black's doing with. Shane Black, yeah. yeah. Mm. We'll, we'll see, we'll yeah. see, yeah. It can't be any worse than where they've been. No, so. exactly. It's got to be better than like, Predators or Alien vs. Predator. As long as there isn't fucking humour in it. Yeah. Basically, I look, like, going full circle at what we, talk, we started talking about, like, they just need to chill out with the humour. There can be humour in it. Yeah, but it's not a fucking action horror comedy. Yeah, just don't don't have humour. Well, it's, it's 20th way. Century Fox who are now owned by Disney, so... <laughs> yeah. We'll probably hear about reshoots. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, Fighting With My Family, which is the movie that The Rock is producing about Paige from WWE. Yeah. See what that's like. Yeah, crazy. Um, Venom, <laughs> another Sony superhero movie. Venom starring Tom Hardy. Yeah, um, I don't care. <laughs> no, that's exactly. I was trying to like think of the words. Nah, not really bothered. Tom, Tom Hardy. It'll just be Tom, Tom Hardy, won't it? In another film. Yeah. I don't know. He, he, he's probably he is a good actor. He's Tom a great Hardy. actor. Yeah, but he just he's a great it's just some weird choices now. 
Yeah, and he just he, he, some films he sticks out like a sore thumb. Mm. This could be one of those films though that like it's like one of those you know dark horses where you go ah, and then it comes out and it could be really good. There's been a few. Yeah. There's always a few films in the air like that where you go I don't know about that like and you know everyone thought that about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Uh, Halloween, the new one with Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm you know mm. curious and quietly looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, me too. X-Men Dark Phoenix, probably the last of the current X-Men movies, I would imagine, now that this may have yeah, just yeah. gone through. Well, it's gone through yet, has it still? Well, no, it's, it's still to be checked off by the government and all that sort of shit. Um, yeah, I'm not really bothered. I mean, I, I didn't hate Apocalypse. I thought it was quite good, actually. Oh, me too. It, yeah. it probably helped that I saw it when I was pissed. Um, <laughs> so I was like, um, Smash like out the, the buildings! <laughs> yeah, I loved our limb explosions. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm just not that bothered for another one, to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. You only got one more to sit through, probably. So. Uh, Creed 2. Yeah, I still haven't seen Creed. I say, I haven't seen Creed, have you? No, I need to watch it. Well, the story this time seems to be that he's fighting the son of Ivan Drago. Yeah, yeah I, I saw some uh, some like TV spots for it, I think. A little something or other, I saw of it. I saw some news that was like... Lesnar moves uh, maybe move into acting and then it had a picture of Stallone on it and I didn't watch it but I was like is that a rumour that Lesnar is going to be <laughs> Ivan Drago's son because I was like that would be fucking amazing <laughs> I know that's why I can kind of say it yeah. to be honest <laughs> little flat top and that yeah because he already looks like fucking 80s Lundgren anyway <laughs> yeah or Jack from Tekken <laughs> yeah Jack yeah they should definitely cast him if they do Tekken fucking right they should yeah Taylor Mills born to play that role. But yeah, apparently Lundgren's coming back, so yeah, we'll see. Oh, why? Yeah, it could be good. And Stallone always does good shit, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's, when he's doing his like big properties, yep, yeah, it's good. And then he does like some you know shit like Bullet of the Head and fucking the Tomb or whatever. What the fuck was it called? Escape uh, Plan. Yeah, the one one. Yeah. Um, Aquaman, of course. You kind of wait for a bit of a more with his top off swimming action. Oh, he's a good looking lady. Good looking bloke, isn't he? With nice, lovely hair. Proper manly. <laughs> yeah, I said I was I was totally different to him, and then I saw him on Graham Norton, and I was like, oh, he's a fucking top bloke, just my man. He is. Yeah, he always comes across as in, in interviews. I, I think I've said this before on the, to you. Like, bless him, he just can't pick a role to save his life. Uh, like, he's kind of like Affleck, I think. Like, he always wants to just be liked, and he always ends up in these roles that get him loads of hate. Through <laughs> no fault of his own. Yeah, through no fault of his own. It's, it's so mm. random. <laughs> uh, lastly, which was like, it's not, uh, these are pretty much in like order of going through the year, so I think this will be at the end of the year. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie of, uh, about Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that. Mm. Yeah, I saw the guy who's playing Mercury. It's the guy from uh, Mr. Robot, and he was in um, that Until Dark game. When I saw his face, yeah. I was like, oh, I could totally see him playing him, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That should be good. We'll see. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's you know, interesting story and, and things. So I was reading it. It only goes up to Live Aid in 85, which is quite interesting. They're not going to cover the death, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, everyone knows. Yeah, maybe a bit too depressed. It's great. If you think about it, the size of that concert, how iconic it is, that is a perfect place to end a film mm. like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so that's about it. Unless there's anything else I've missed it, you yeah, look forward to it. The only thing, uh, I only caught a little bit of this, but uh, it piqued his interest. Um, the New Mutants or something? Yeah, what's that again? It's like a, it's a horror film, basically. It's about people, I, I don't, the way somebody was talking about it, it sounded like it was almost linked to like X-Men I or think, something. Isn't that a TV series? 
Or is that the Amath? No, it's in humans. Oh, there's some. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah, there's not many of them. No, I think it's a film. I'm pretty sure it's a film. Um, like a horror film about people with um, like mutant abilities, mm. but they're like killing people or something. Like a Marvel property. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I may have to have a Google search for that yeah. at some point today. Oh, See what it's all about. Mm. So that's it then. Fucking hour and a half. Yakking yes. the films. Very good. Yeah, we'll see. Next year, at least for the blockbusters I've mentioned, seems it may be a decent year. This year? This year, sorry. <laughs> you still think that it's December. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's, I mean, I, I don't want to make the show too long, but just quick mention, like, let's hope, you know, we don't get as many deaths yet again this year. Fucking Roger Moore, Bill Paxton, John Hurt. Oh, yeah, it was crazy, man. Yeah, bit of a bad year. Yeah, it was. So we'll see what this year brings us. Uh, but yeah, there's still a lot from last year. I didn't see obviously because I only had like seven or six or seven films, and then I never. I didn't see it. I wanted to see Get Out. I didn't see that. Thor Ragnarok. There's loads, so a lot to catch up on before I get stuck into this year's films. Yeah, you're so um, don't know what the next show is going to be. It might be the first of the um, Star Wars commentaries. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I've got some ideas. We'll we'll spitball after the show. Yes, we'll have a think. So yeah, yes. hope you've all had a nice Christmas and New Year and all that stuff. Hope Santa brought you all your presents and the films and that. Yeah. And uh, so until next time, folks, you keep it tasty and all that lovely, sensuous jazz. And see you on the pit, on the heap, on the, on, on, on the pit heap. <laughs> <laughs> see you doing the pit. <laughs> <laughs> the Hi, I'm Stacey with Aness, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash wafu.fm. Thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.